This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, August 12th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Newsom sets water supply goals. Well permitting bill gutted. IRA delaying the next farm bill? Newsom issues goals for expanding water supply. Governor Newsom released his second major water plan yesterday. Rather than a long, detailed list of actions like his 2020 water resilience portfolio, the water supply strategy sets broad goals for expanding the supply. Among those is to create 4 million acre-feet of water storage for the state. The plan doubles down on existing efforts to streamline permits for above-ground projects already in the pipeline, such as Prop 1 projects under review at the Water Commission and the expansion of the San Luis Reservoir. More supply would come from groundwater recharge, setting a target of absorbing 500,000 acre-feet annually. The strategy outlines goals for recycling and reuse of 800,000 acre-feet of water per year while conserving enough water to preserve another 500,000 acre-feet. Investing in stormwater capture and desalination plants are also priorities. Climate change and the drought are driving the plan, with the administration expecting the overall supply to drop as much as 10% by 2040. Ag, optimistic. Western Growers President and CEO Dave Puglia immediately applauded the announcement, noting that farms are in in distress, local economies are at risk, and the plan delivers optimism. This is clearly not just nibbling around the edges, said Puglia. The Almond Alliance also stands behind Newsom in providing water supply certainty, and the governor drew praise from several members of the State Board of Food and Ag. Northern California Water Association viewed the strategy as an important step in modernizing the state's water infrastructure and more holistically managing the system. Committee softens bill on well permitting. Appropriations committees in the legislature ticked through hundreds of bills yesterday, the session's second great culling of unsavory bills. While many farm groups may have wished to see a bill on groundwater wells quietly disappear, the Senate committee instead handicapped it with new amendments. This happened as the Community Water Center rallied outside on the Capitol steps to pass the measure. The bill would no longer require counties to accept the findings from groundwater sustainability agencies, or GSAs, which are tasked with reviewing the well permits as it now targets only new wells rather than upgrades and maintenance. The same committee stopped a carbon sequestration bill from advancing, which would have layered more aggressive goals over the Air Resources Board evolving climate plan. The Assembly Committee, meanwhile, held a measure that would have created an incentive program for conservation ranching, which carried strong support from the California Cattlemen's Association. Climate bill makes last stop on the Hill. Democrats are set today to send their historic climate bill to President Biden for his signature. The House is taking a one-day break from its August recess that to debate and vote on the legislation known as the Inflation Reduction Act. The bill includes $20 billion in funding for climate-smart farming practices, plus additional funding for USDA energy and forestry programs. A senior Republican of the House Ag Committee, Illinois Representative Rondi Davis, warned an AgriPulse newsmaker interview that there could be less pressure on the next Congress to pass a new farm bill. He said, quote, 
there are many colleagues of mine that will say, well, we just addressed conservation. Why do we need to do more? But farm policy consultant Laura Wood Peterson, she was a part of the Newsmakers panel, said IRA would spur the use of climate smart practices by taking advantage of, quote, existing program authorities and partners on the ground. This week's Newsmakers will be available later today at agripulse.com. The Rural Coalition, which has been pushing for aid to minority farmers, is cautiously optimistic the IRA's ag debt relief provisions will offer needed help to underserved producers who've traditionally been left out of USDA programs. This urgently needed assistance would break the logjam that has left so many farmers and ranchers with now unsustainable debt and an uncertain path forward, said Rural Coalition Chairperson John Zipper. Now take note. The final House votes on the IRA are expected this afternoon. By the way, Brad Finstead will be sworn in today to fill Minnesota's first district seat. It was left vacant by the death of House Ag Committee member John Hagedorn. Finstead is a former state director for USDA Rural Development. Also today, USDA will release that first survey-based estimate of the season for production of corn and soybeans. EU warns electric vehicle incentives break WTO rules. The European Union claims the IRA's tax credits for domestically made electric vehicles would break WTO rules. European Commission spokesperson Miriam Garcia-Ferrer said EU supports tax credits in general for green technology like electric vehicles, but stressed that we need to ensure that the measures are fair. Keep in mind, Environmentalists say the EU warning points to the need for a climate peace clause, a commitment by nations, not to challenge other countries' climate policies. RECs welcome FCC pulling SpaceX broadband funding. The Federal Communications Commission is rescinding $885 million in funding that was awarded to SpaceX to provide rural broadband through its Starlink satellite system in 2020. FCC Chairwoman Jessica Rosenworcel said the Starlink technology has, quote, real promise, but she noted that it requires customers to buy a $600 dish to get the service. Republican Commission member Brendan Carr criticizing the decision, which he learned of while on a work trip in Alaska. I'll have more to say because we should be making it easier for unserved communities to get service, not rejecting a proven satellite technology that is delivering robust high-speed service today. Rural electric co-ops and other land-based competitors have been critical of that Starlink funding. The FCC program, quote, exists to fund broadband deployment for rural Americans, not finance science experiments or underwrite risky bets, said Jim Matheson, CEO of the National Rural Electric Cooperative Association. Here's today's He Said It. Our state and industry cannot survive without a reliable water resource. That California Fresh Fruit Association President Ian LeMay in praising Governor Newsom's water plan. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, August 12th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.